Hello, beautiful. I'm your host and transformational mindset coach, Samantha Roberto, and I want to thank you for joining this conversation. We are a space of women empowering women, and each week we feature an empowered woman's vulnerable story because it's important to have these conversations so that we can learn and grow from one another. So go subscribe to get your weekly dose of inspiration. So as I record this, it is Wednesday of election week, election polls closed last night and holy smokes, you guys, for all of you watching, this race is crazy. So much is happening in the world. So much is happening in the States and it's so scary to see how polarized that supposed to be united country is and the pressure that's there. It's just totally wild. So it's especially in times like these, this is where, this is what you do the inner work for. When life is crazy or feels crazy on the outside, what can you do to, you know, keep anchored in peace within? And, you know, there's a lot of emotion stirring. There is a lot of tension. There is a lot of buildup and so much that has happened. But what I encourage every single one of you guys to do is to take care of your mindset, to take care of your energy, especially now, because, you know, even if you're feeling okay and you're feeling good, which is great, this is what we want. Like no matter what chaos is happening in the world or outside of you, it's like, if you can stay anchored in peace, you know how (laughs) valuable that is, especially in a time in history that just has so much pressure. Do what you got to do to take care of yourself, journal, meditate, talk to friends, you know, have a relaxing bath, go for a walk, spend time in nature, like whatever you have to do, do. Because when we talk about doing like the inner work, we don't do the inner work for when everything is a bouquet of roses and life is like lollipops and rainbows. We do the inner work for when life brings us storms, when things go crazy and when things get chaotic or when, you know, you feel like the rug is pulled from underneath you, the more anchored you can be in who you are at your core. Like I was just saying, you know, the more graceful you're going to get through it and actually the more you're going to grow. So I actually have a really amazing body scan meditation I did to help remove anxiety and release tension from your body. If you want it, all you have to do is scroll to the bottom of Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform you're on and go leave this podcast a rating and review. Screenshot that and tag Samantha Roberto, tag me in your stories, and I will get your email. I will send it to you. And honestly, it's something I listen to almost every other night just because it helps me relax and it helps me release the tension that my body is storing. And you guys, our bodies store everything. If you haven't already, you need to go back to, I believe it's episode number five after this and go listen to the episode that I did on my Vipassana experience, and you're going to understand why your body holds so much tension and what's actually happening and how to release some of that anxiety. I go into the explaining, you know, the style of meditation that it is. It's a really informative episode. But anyways, if you want that meditation, it is your gift for it being such a crazy year and such a crazy week. Just 
very easily go screenshot and tag me in your stories and it is yours. Anyways, jumping into this week's episode. Oh my gosh, I had such a good time chatting with this week's guest. So we have got Miss Ashley Faye from Ashley Faye Designs, which is a shopping network. She's a speaker and she has a podcast that I'm actually going to be on in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. But Ashley is here today to share her story of how she turned her side hustle to full on business with minus $54 in her bank account. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what? How did she do that? You got to tune into the episode because it's not what you think. Ashley is an incredible woman. She's just like shows up exactly as herself. She shares how to get back up after your downfall, the importance of being vulnerable, honest, and authentic, and how to find a supportive community to help each other as you move forward, you know, with your passion and your purpose. You know, women supporting women is a big pillar in Ashley's overall vision. And, you know, I'm just so excited to be able to share it with you guys here today. Anyways, on that note, let's get to it. Ashley, I am so excited for our conversation today. You have a pretty remarkable story. You went from $54 to building a multiple six-figure brand. And I know everyone's going to be interested to hear how you got from A to Z. Can you share? Of course. So it was almost three years ago now. I hit actually negative $54 in my checking account. I hate saying that, but it happened. And I prayed and I felt like God was telling me to go all in on my side hustle, which I had done for a long time. Sorry, to backtrack a bit, what were you doing prior to this? Like, take us and give us like a little paint, a little picture of prior to that moment. Perfect. So I make custom tumblers. I'm sure you guys have probably seen them because now they're pretty big, but they weren't that way. And I also did like shirts and bows. And I kind of just always thought it was like a side thing that was never going to make me a lot of money. And when I hit that negative, I really kind of thought I was going to need like a full-time job. My husband is special forces in the military and gone all the time. And so that's why I never had a job before is like, I wanted to be home with my girls, like however hard it was for us financially, it just meant a lot for me to be there with them. So Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I made the shirts, I made the bows, I made the tumblers and I would just sell them on my personal page, you know, nothing Mm -hmm. big, never went all in. And then that moment when I prayed and I felt like he was telling me to go all in, I actually was like, well, I don't want to because I don't want to be in production, <laughs> you know, because yeah. as much as I, I liked doing it, I didn't love doing it. You know, it was just something I was good at. Mm-hmm. I'm just naturally crafty, you know, mm-hmm. and so I didn't want to, but I felt like he had a plan for me. And even though I didn't know what the plan was, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so I knew I could make the $54 back because I could just put something online and sell it. Like things would sell when I put them online. I just never went all in and like advertised it and put it out there. 
So I made myself a new page. I'm like, I'm going to start all fresh. So I made the Ashley Faye Designs page on Facebook and I started selling the stuff there. And then I thought I'm going to do live sales, which are really big right now and really popular. But three years ago, they were not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started doing, it wasn't even three years ago. It was like two and a half now, but I started doing live sales and I would do them every Friday or every Sunday. And I started realizing that my Facebook reach was like, growing 10 times faster by doing live sales. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do more lives. I'm going to do behind the scene lives. And I'm going to show people how I make these. And it just like exploded. So for somebody listening, can you explain what they are? Like what our tumblers are? Yes. Yes. So they are stainless steel double wall tumblers, but we use Mod Podge or epoxy and we glitter them. And then we'll put epoxy over them and decal so we can customize them to fit your personality. What What is a tumbler? Like a, like a Yeti. I don't use Yetis. I use my brand now, but like a Yeti or an Ozark, like the big drink glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm so they're like drinks. Normally I have one next to me, but I left it downstairs. But so they're stainless steel cups. The big name brands are Yeti, Ozark, but I carry my own brand now. But I kind of like showed people how to make them and like really took them through like the process. And so my Facebook page just grew so rapidly. And I'm like, I'm on to something. All right. <laughs> but Even though financially we were doing better, I felt like I was still, I guess, made for more or like, man, I'm in the production. There has to be something more I can do. And then one night someone asked me how I got started and I started telling them I've been doing stuff like this for 12 years, you know, and it's a side gig. But then I felt like God was telling me to go ahead and tell them about the negative 54, And I did. Yeah. And I cried. This was on a live until this point. I had been very professional on lives. It was, you know, like I, I had everything together and it was very business. And so I cried and I told him and I went to bed. I told my husband, I said, I ruined it. I totally ruined everything because no one's going to want to hear from me or learn from me. I'm not a real business owner, you know, and I woke up the next day and had so many messages from women and my account really took off. And I was like, oh my goodness. I kept like sharing the story, you know, and then I started teaching women how to make tumblers. It was like a light bulb moment. Like, oh, I'm not supposed to be the one producing the tumblers. I'm supposed to help these women like that really do love to make them to make and sell them on their own. And so I kind of took that and ran with it. And now the page is like a shopping network. I have 17 other women besides myself. They get on and sell their custom-made tumblers or their custom shirts. And they've all kind of learned from me. I've taught them how to do lives, how to sell, how to show who you are, be real, tell your story. And so we call it a shopping network, but it's so much more than that. It's women that have the courage to take the step. Women that are going live, no matter what they look like, no matter what they're doing in that moment and saying, this is me, I am real and I'm building something and I'm having the courage to do so. And now they're all doing so great as well. It's just, it's a great little tribe that we've built. (laughs) I absolutely love it. And I honor that too. And I mean, there's, like you said, there's so much more than just like a shopping network. It's really you know, by you stepping into your power and being vulnerable, like, you know, you had the mask of the corporate, of the professional, of like the business, but it wasn't until you took the mask off and you were just like, you shared that vulnerable moment Mm -hmm. where you were negative $54 in your bank account 
And just like, yeah, there were hard times that women really resonated with you. And I just think with social media and everything online, having that authenticity yes, and vulnerability is so like, it's going to get you so much further. Right? And from that point, I really promised myself and I told the women on the page, I said, I promise to show you guys the good, the bad and the ugly period. I'm going to show everything to you guys because you can see yourself in me. I'm just this average person. I always said, I'm like Jack of all traits, master of none kind of girl, (laughs) you know, like I'm just average everything. and I'm okay with it. Like they see themselves in me and they can see me doing this and they see the hard times they've seen the struggle, but they've also seen me push past that and like succeed. And I tell all the girls on my page now, Like now I preach, share your story, (laughs) you know, tell Mm -hmm. them who you are. And so all the girls on the page, they have such a beautiful story and they all share it and they're all very vulnerable and courageous with that as well. And I think it's just resonated with so many people. Like we're growing so fast now. Like I'm trying to now implement some systems (laughs) because everything took off so quickly and we're Mm -hmm. like, oh my goodness, (laughs) like we've, we've done something here. So we're trying to figure it out along the way. (laughs) I love it. And and that's really the way it works when you jump and you go all in and you just sort of pivot and shift and test and go with it. Like you said, with your lives, you're like, I went on Facebook, I started doing these lives and I noticed, huh, there's something here. You know, like then that's just following the breadcrumbs to success. 100%. So I feel like there's so many important themes in your story and I kind of want to touch on a few of them. First off, the creativity. You know, what made you decide to try to build a Tumblr or create a Tumblr? Like what was the initial thing to be like, I'm going to do this thing, (laughs) right? So I have just always been so crafty. Like ever since I was, and I get it from my dad, not my mama. My mama is like a boss babe. (laughs) She passed away, but she was like a boss babe. My dad was so creative. And I just remember growing up, he had these big bare hands, but he could make some really cool stuff. And we're like, cool. Okay. So I've always been really creative and I saw this glittery tumbler and most people would just buy it because it was beautiful. And I was like, I can make this. <laughs> I was like, I'm that person that, you know, takes the pictures at Hobby Lobby or Michael's and is like, I will just I will make this, you know. I love it because there's so many women listening right now who could probably hear themselves in this exact story. So continue. Right? And so I and my sister makes them too. And so we talked about it a long time, like, how are we gonna do this? And and so we actually spent so much like on the supplies. You don't know what you don't know, you know? And so most people would just go out and buy glitter. Well, you can't use normal glitter, you have to use polyester glitter. And so we've learned so much along the way. But the first ones I still have them, they were so bad. I made my <laughs> husband so with epoxy, you have to keep it like rotating. So You would glitter your pretty cup and then you put epoxy on it. It has to rotate or it'll all pull. So my husband made me this hideous turner out of like a microwave motor or something. (laughs) And it was so lopsided. But I always keep it because now I have like 30 turners and I still have this one turner that just (laughs) is falling apart. But I say I started here, you know, Mm -hmm. I started here with negative $54 and now, you know, it's a large business and I have all these turners and now I have like a warehouse in my basement. It's insane looking, but I started here, 
you know, and I show people that all the time. I have chills. Like my whole body (laughs) is in chills because that's the point. That's the message. I started here, Mm -hmm. you know, like the thing is the key is you started. And like you just said, sometimes, you know, you you don't know what you don't know. And it's almost a good thing. You don't know what you don't know, because if you knew, oftentimes in entrepreneurship and even just in life, if you knew what you were going to go against, often you would stay in fear. But if you just get in motion, you start taking action, you really build resilience and you, you figure it out along the way. 100%. I tell every single person that asks me that, that's like, how'd you do it? And I just say, I stood up and I took a step. That's it. Every single time, every new opportunity that came my way, I said, yes, every, you know, I just stood up and I took a step every time I saw a step to take, if that makes sense, you know? And so we've grown from this single turner that like was wobbly and you would just die if you saw it because <laughs> I can't believe I used it, but I did to a manufacturing like warehouse in my basement. And I sell all the supplies. Now I teach women, I have the academy, like so much. And it just came from that one step, you know, and, mm. and just like every step along the way, as afraid as I was, cause I'm, I'm like, a high anxiety person. I get it from my gran. <laughs> so I don't like when people give me the excuse that they are afraid because I'm afraid too, but I feel mm-hmm. like I have been commanded to be strong and courageous. And mm-hmm. so you can be afraid and still take the steps. You can be afraid and still have the courage to do it. So I don't, I don't like when people use the fear excuse for me. <laughs> So that's, that's not good. That's not going to work. I don't let it go either, but you know, I embrace the fear. Like I really, I feel that fear is just information, Mm -hmm. um, but it depends on our relationship to the fear. So often we've been sort of trained to feel like when we fear, feel fear, it can be uncomfortable. So we push it away and we Mm -hmm. go the other way. But what if you were to actually face the fear, look at it and maybe just shift the perspective. Like there are nuggets of wisdom in those spaces. Like, like you said, you were scared, you know, you have anxiety, but then you still looked at it and you're like, okay, well, I see a step here. I think I'm just going to take that. And step by step, you can kind of go around the fear. And before you know it, you look back and you're like, oh my God, what was, what was that thing I created in my head? That wasn't even real. (laughs) Normally now I've realized like if I'm scared of something, it's probably the right move for me. Like it probably means great things are going to happen and you have to step out of your comfort zone. So yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And that's exactly what I say with the woman I work with. I'm like, you want to be at that place where you're fear, but excited. It's like you're scared, but you're excited. And in that place is always where there's a breakthrough right around Mm -hmm. the corner. 100%. I always get super nervous, even with podcasts, with speaking, all that. But I kind of use that. Like it turns into adrenaline as soon as I get going. You just have to make yourself get going and then like the adrenaline kind of takes over and you just go for it. (laughs) So what advice do you have for someone who's crafty, who has an idea, who, you know, has a bit of a side hustle and they think like, Hey, maybe this could be something, Yeah, but they don't know where to start. Oh, it's so hard. The start is the hardest part. I promise you that. But if you are someone that is naturally talented in crafts and stuff, I believe you were given that talent for a reason and it's your responsibility to use it. And you are unique and wonderful in your own way. And I know, I think a lot of people get hung up on like so many people are doing crafts and it's so oversaturated. It's not. The universe is huge. (laughs) You you know, you just have to think abundantly and just know like that passion on your heart. It was put there for a reason. And it's your responsibility. It's your job to figure out how to use it. And, you know, the easiest thing I think is get yourself a business Facebook page. 
and start doing lives. That's literally how I, how I started. And once you start doing lives and you get your product out there, then you can start growing and, and just like have faith in your product and in yourself, like know that your product is worth it. Don't undercut yourself. A lot of women in crafts, we undercut ourselves because we just like making it right. And so we don't price well. (laughs) And so know that your product's worth it and be the person that, that puts it out there. It's really hard to put yourself and your product out there, but you've got to do it. That's the, I mean, that's the only way people are going to see it. So and it's so funny because that, what you just said, how, you know, we just love it. So we just, mm-hmm. you know, we have a hard time charging, but that's actually something like so often, so many people who live their passion and follow their passion. It's like, but I love to do it. So I kind of feel guilty charging it. But that said, you know, like there's an energetic exchange in it. And by you stepping into your power and charging for your thing, you are showing other women that they can step in their power too. And it, it all just kind of flows. Yes. It's like the ripple effect. Like you do your thing well, and you're going to get somebody else to do their thing well. And it's this big ripple effect. And if you're not charging, how will you keep doing it? How will you make a difference? Like money is not a bad thing just because you love it. Money makes differences in the world. Money can be wonderful. So yeah, charge. I don't like to say charge what you're worth, but charge what your product is worth. Exactly. Oh my gosh, you got it. I literally, we're on the same wave because what your worth is actually priceless. Like you can't even put a value on your worth. It has nothing to do with, with what you're worth. It's just, but this is my service. This is my product. And when you can differentiate that, it's like, you're, you're already winning like the, not the battle, but you're already like, so, you know, halfway there. Yes. You are priceless, but your product, what is your product worth? What, how much time did you put into it? How much energy do you put into it? And of course the supplies, but a lot of people don't think to charge for their time and time is valuable. Time is the most valuable thing in the world, in my opinion. So I definitely charge for my time and I definitely encourage every woman on my page to always charge for their time as well. So totally. So what common fears do you see with women who are sort of in your page and that you're working with? Like, what are the common patterns that you see come up? Yeah. So every woman is always afraid to go live for a couple of reasons. One, they don't think they look good on camera. None of us think that. I always tell them like that. You are not alone in that, (laughs) you know, and two, they don't like the way they sound on camera or they feel like they don't know what they're going to say. But I always tell them like, this is your tribe. Like you've built this because You've told them your story and you've told them who you are, even through just post. So you'll know what to say. This is your target market you're speaking to. And so that's a big thing we do, too, is really define our target market. And then another one I hear often when a girl is thinking about joining AFD, that's the short version of Ashley Faye Designs, (laughs) it is, I'm afraid to fail. And I'm like, well, are you afraid to fail or are you afraid people are going to see you fail? Because I guarantee you have failed a lot in your life and you've got back up because we make mistakes and the failures don't define us. But most of the time when they dig deep, it's I'm afraid for people to see me fail. And I always kind of go back to, you know, are those people running your life? Are those people paying your bills? Are they taking your kids to Disney World? (laughs) You know, and things like that. And just a very much like if God gave you the passion, you're supposed to do it. And I just try to instill that. Like we try to push past those fears. And I always say, I don't have confidence. I'm not a confident woman. I haven't been since I was bullied in high school, but I have God confidence and that makes me limitless. Mm. 
I try to instill that in them. Like we got this. And you know, the great thing about AFD too, I know a lot of women have to go on this alone, but the women that start on AFD, they already have 20 women behind them that are going to help them every step of the way, you know? And, and so I do encourage people to like find the tribe that's going to make you a better woman and that's going to support you and like have them join your lives, have them help your business, like have them with you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so important having that community and women supporting women, right? You get so much further when you go together. And I find if you're, if you're looking for that community or if you're looking for that, the best way to get it is when you give. So it's like you, you want more support in your life, go and find people you can support and it's going to come back to you tenfold. 100%. And like I always say, uh, it's not my saying. Somebody's saying is you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So like find the women that are going to make you better that have your back, that are Mm going to be your tribe. Like some of my women don't live by me, but we've met online. We have the same mindset and we want to become the woman we were put on this earth to be. And so we support each other in that. So beautiful. And for anybody who's listening to this conversation, I mean, you're in it, like you're in the conversation with us. This is a little bit of like making of that tribe, right? And I just think, you know, you you don't necessarily need to know what the step you're taking, but whenever you take a step to better yourself, to be more present, to have more love in your heart, it's like, that is the right step. Yes. Amen. So I'm curious in terms of life-changing books, do you have one book that has completely changed your game? Oh my gosh. I would say Mel Robbins' five-second rule because my kids know it. My husband knows it. If there's something in my heart I'm wanting to do, I will stress myself out. I, I, I definitely suffer from like imposter syndrome and I will get in my own head, but I just five, four, three, two, one, and I do it no matter what. And so I've really kind of embraced that no matter the timing, no matter how I'm feeling. I five, four, three, two, one and go. So thank you, Mel Robbins for for that. (laughs) And for anybody listening, this is Mel Robbins. Like her signature thing is like when you want to do something and then you feel that resistance, it's like you have this inspiration that comes through and then all of a sudden you feel resistance and it's like the fear comes up and you don't want to do it. You count down five, four, three, two, one, and you just go do the damn thing anyways. Exactly. You will 100% get in your own way all the time. I do it. I still do it. And I catch myself doing it. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. We're, we're not going that route. But you will get in your own way of great things and big, beautiful opportunities. So just five, four, three, two, one, and go do it. Stop thinking. Just get up. Get up and go. <laughs> Get up and go. So what's on the horizon for you? What is sort of the future path? Like if you were to actually push yourself and say from a year from now, where you want to be, what you want to do, what's your next step? So I, you know, I love my podcast right now and I have a conference coming out in June, but I would say ultimate goal for me is to have the shopping network on the page continue to grow. But for myself, I want to have my dream team of speakers where we are going and inspiring women, empowering women, having women embrace their ambition. That's kind of what all my stuff says. Embrace your ambition and take the steps. And so I want my dream team traveling with me and us doing big speaking events everywhere we can go and trying to help more women get started. I absolutely love it. I feel like even just in this time that we've had this interview, so much of what you're sharing is so relatable and you are just so raw and real and just telling it as it is being like, I have imposter syndrome. I have so much fear. I like, you know, and that is, I'm telling you, it is so freaking refreshing. Thanks. Yeah. I I want to be the woman that you guys can connect with and you see a woman that is just trying to figure it out. 
you know? And yes, I've done a great job, but I have failed so many times too. And it's been really hard. We have a picture of me sitting on my concrete floor crying because I made a mistake, (laughs) you know, like you will make so many mistakes along the way. And I think that the struggle has to be included in the success, you know, in, in the mistakes, like you're not a mistake. You're just made a mistake. The failure is part of the journey, all the things, you know, and just keep going. Because what I have learned is that every time it gets really hard for me and I start messing up a lot, it's just because I'm about to level up. And if I just keep going, I'm going to hit the level up. And so it took me a long time to kind of figure out that little uh, tip there. But usually on the, like right after that struggle, is the breakthrough almost every time. And so now I'm like, oh, I'm struggling. And then I'm like, I'm gonna break through soon. So I'm gonna keep pushing through this struggle because it's coming. <laughs> totally. Could not agree more. Well, my dear, uh, if anybody wants to reach out and find you and you know get a Tumblr or learn how to make a Tumblr, <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I genuinely love it. And I love like your entire story. Where can they do that? So the absolute best place to find us is on Facebook. It's Ashley Faye Designs. There are lives all the time. And so you're going to meet amazing women. I had one of my ladies on there this morning taking over my coffee talk. They are all amazing and they all do amazing work. They're all following their passion. And so that's Ashley Faye Designs on Facebook. I'm also Ashley Faye Designs on Instagram. If you want to learn more about my podcast and my speaking events, then go to ashleyfay.com. I absolutely love it. And one last thing I want to highlight before we wrap this up is even right now, I want to highlight your like hustler a little bit because you were in a conference right before this. <laughs> You've basically been going for the past couple hours. This is your lunch break from the conference to come do this podcast. Then you can go back. Yes. Not to glorify <laughs> glorify the, the grind, but there's also like when you find your passion and you're in alignment, it doesn't even feel like work. It's like you could do this with your eyes closed. 100%. And you know, right now for me, as much as I love speaking and podcast, and that's where I want to go personally, my business is still teaching these women e-commerce. You know, that's where the big thing is. And so we're in fourth quarter. And for us, fourth quarter is crazy. But I tell them all the time, it's just a season. It's just a season. Come January, we're going to be bored. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's just a season right now. And so I am definitely hustle mode right now for fourth quarter, especially. (laughs) So it's pretty crazy, but it's just a season. It's just a season, as is everything. Just enjoy it, right? Enjoy where you are because it's changing. My dear, thank you so, so much. This was an amazing conversation. Thank you. I am so glad you had me. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Wasn't Ashley amazing? You can find all of her contact info in the show notes. And don't forget to leave a rating and review when you do screenshot it and tag me at Samantha Roberto on Instagram. And I am going to send you that body scan that I promised. So next week we have another incredible guest. But if you're looking for another episode to listen to right now and you're like, okay, I want to keep learning, I want to keep going, I'm going to send you over to episode number 48, all about attachment theory. If you don't know your attachment type or you've never heard of attachment theory and you're like, what, what is that? Definitely go tune into the episode right now because you are going to learn so much about yourself and so much about your patterns through it. So on that note, Next week, I have another incredible guest. So until then, keep being you, be beautiful.